morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike. White Panther Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. If we seem perplexed to anybody out there, <laughs> um, it's because we, we told people we were going to be streaming on Periscope, and uh, it's, not, it's not working. <laughs> we are not on Periscope. We are not on Periscope. But many people, many people are tuned in to uh, check us out on Periscope. So uh, sorry. To, yeah, to, and yet we are not there. We are not there. Um, we are in fact not there. So hopefully they, well, if they're on Periscope, they're not looking at our Twitter. So if you're on Periscope, well, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing if us. If you know someone on Periscope, just apologize to them yeah, for just us because we're not on Periscope. We're very very sorry. We have three viewers too. We have three people watching us not be on Periscope. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, first and foremost, allow me to thank Grassroots Kava House for the kava that I'm drinking on today's episode, which they handily gave me in this insanely large Nalgene bottle. Very, very excited. That's really impressive. Yeah, that's what happened. That you know when you when you when you start doing these. Uh, endorsements and product placement they give you free stuff so this is just the beginning of that i still pay for my water my delicious purified drinking water you can't read that but it's uh purified drinking water from the kroger company the kroger company to your north carolina it would be harris teeter (laughs) to everybody uh bulavanaka bulavanaka I'm still really upset about this Periscope thing. Also, yeah, Periscope thing. I'm trying to let it go. I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, just trying to make peace. Also, it's, uh, uh, two things. One, I have to finish this cookie because it's the last one in the sleeve of these Thin Mints, and obviously you can't leave one in a sleeve. But uh, I also, for even an hour, yeah, right. Uh, I also um, slipped on a banana peel today. Oh well, like in a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Guy saw me Did you do, do the little like where your legs were going slippery sliding before you fell, or was it just a straight up fall? No, I uh, they, I did not fall this time. Oh. This is actually the second time I've slipped on a banana peel. Um, where where are you? Where are there banana peels on the ground? Why is where uh, are you? Well, one was in Virginia and one was here in St. Pete, out back of Grassroots. So if you're at Grassroots, uh, be careful walking out the back door. There's a banana peel. Uh, bananas. They're apparently playing Mario Kart outside. Mm-hmm. Be careful of that. Um, I did not know banana peels were actually slippery until the first time I did it. The second time, which was earlier today, uh, the guy said... The second time you knew, at least. Right. The second time I knew, but I caught myself, and I turned around, and I looked to be like, what was that? And I saw a banana peel, and I went, oh, that makes sense. And the guy said, are you okay? And I said, yeah. He goes, that looks like you hurt yourself. And I was like, no, nah, I'm fine. And he said, what is that? Uh, this is a random dude that's watching us, by the way, just calling him the guy probably isn't enough. And, um, he, he was like, what was it? I was like, Oh, it's a banana peel. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, it's a banana peel. You can actually slip on a banana peel. I said, yeah, you didn't know that. It's that old trope about banana peels that you can slip on. Um, the one in Virginia, uh, might've been part of some kind of racist hate display. Um, and you just got caught up in the mix. Um, 
if, uh, if unintended anything, casualty. Either either that or the attorney general just was trying to get me in a place where I was not uh, able to defend myself. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of that, of, of racists and rapists in Virginia, um, every single Virginia politician has apparently either dressed in blackface or raped someone. Right. Um, Everyone. I'm as surprised as you. Every, all of them. That Alleg- seems to be a Allegedly raped. I will say allegedly raped. That's true. That's a, fair enough. Fair enough. Because when the whole Kavanaugh thing happened, right. and neither one of us are fans of Kavanaugh, we both said that we just didn't know. Right. There was no way to know. It could very well be true. The sex rape party was a bit much, but the, the you know, the, the uh, Christine Blasey Ford could have very well happened and with this uh i think her name is vanessa tyson yeah. with uh lieutenant governor fairfax i'm nailing it with names you are, you're doing way, great guys. with the na- apparently seven great. o'clock is the time that you get yet. names start <laughs> once it hits eight o'clock spike's like you know that guy uh i think his name's steve and it's justin man <laughs> yeah good old what was i calling um rick rick uh you're calling him bill scott Bill Scott Bill, and Rick Bill Nelson. Scott and Rick. <laughs> uh, it's like, no, not Ricky Nelson. <laughs> not not the heroin addicted crooner from the 50s. Ricky Nelson and Bill Scott. What a rough race that was, huh, guy? Yeah, that was a tough um, one. Tough, tough race. <laughs> tough race here in Florida. It was it was tough because no one knew who they were. Um, made it, made, so yes, they've all, made it considerably harder. Made it considerably harder to win when nobody knows who you are. Yeah, that is that's the tough. That's a big uh, hurdle. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so there's been a lot of rape happening and a lot of blackface and or clan masks, clan hoods, hoods happening in uh, in Virginia in the 80s. Like this wasn't. So I mean, it's not like it was ever acceptable. But it's one thing if you tell me, oh, some you know 90 year old white politician was dressed in blackface in 1950 something. Still unacceptable. Still offensive. But it's like. Okay, that's what white people in the South did back then. They thought it was cute. This is 1984. Like there was no, no one still thought this was cute. Right. Anyway, so, um, so there's so, but now what's happened is now that Ralph Northam nailing the names. You are now that so Ralph you're Northam, killing the names today. Freaking wait, wait! I'm not even done. Uh, now that Ralph Northam uh, is is on his apology tour, where he's going in front of one uh, black liberal journalist after the next to say. Oh, that was really bad. And they go, Oh, it was bad, but you know, we forgive you. Now that he's on his redemption tour, the uh focus has now shifted to Justin Fairfax. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Justin Fairfax. Justin Remember, Fairfax. This only happens Justin Fairfax. His literal name is Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, uh, and his uh is what now, two rape allegations? Uh potentially a third coming up. Oh. I mean, they're coming. And so out, they're coming out of the woodwork like Kavanaugh's were. So I, that's and that's what and this is how it happens, right? Like, and and it could be because of people. It's probably a combination of people that are just trying to get in on the you know the the gravy train and people that are like, okay, well, I was scared to ever tell anyone, but now I'm going to tell it. It's probably some combination of that, or they might all be lying, or they may all be true. We don't know, right? Um, but so now that's come out, and so now all of the, of course, all of the Dem. Democrat presidential candidates have come forward to call for Justin Fairfax's resignation. And uh, he said, he said, no, right. He's flat out. He's not leaving. Uh, uh, Justin Fairfax has not stated one way or the other, actually. Um, okay. 
He he didn't say that he wasn't going to leave. Um, I, so we all know that uh, Northam, Ralph Northam, has said no. He's like, no, I'm not leaving. And his reasoning behind it is, I don't want to be labeled a racist for the rest of my life. Okay, I get that. I mean, you probably should have thought about that before you did blackface and stood next to a guy in a KKK <laughs> and or outfit. the and or right. the clan, right, right? Right, yeah, whichever one you were, uh, you probably should have thought one. about that back then. Um, but Justin, good old Lieutenant Governor Justin, is probably uh, on the uh, same kind of mindset. He's probably on the same kind of mindset where he's like, if I leave, I'm going to I'm going to be known as a rapist for the rest of my life. And I don't want to be known as a rapist for the rest of my life. And in his mind, he's probably thinking, no, rapist is worse than racist, where in Northam's mind, he's going, no, racist is worse than rapist. Wow, that was a really difficult and sentence their- to say without messing that up. And you did a great job. And we're all proud of you. <laughs> um, and in their respective identities, they're correct. I think for a white politician rapist and racist are probably similar. And for a black politician rapist, just, you know, I mean, a lot of people aren't even going to accuse you of racism, right? Regardless of what you say, especially on the left, because they don't believe that black people can actually be racist. Um, but a, on the, but a rapist, a male rapist. No, 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 you can't do that. Um, and so they all called for him to resign. But what's funny is now, now it's kind of calmed down, or at least we've we've hit our our plateau of outrage for this, right? So now Northam is like, I'm out of the blue. I didn't do the moonwalk, although I still say if he did the moonwalk, that would have probably helped him. It probably would have helped him if he killed the moonwalk. It would if he, if he did like my version of the moonwalk. Yes. If he did my version of the moonwalk, they probably would have been very upset. In even more so uh, than they were at the time. But if they okay, but- if he had killed it. They probably like, right. all right, well, yeah, we get it. We get it. And I'm pretty sure he would have killed it. Because if you look at the way that he excitedly, like, we talked about this. I talked about this with Zynga Johnson, my, my guest, last week. That, okay, so he's sitting there like, my career's over. I'm standing in front of a bunch of angry people and the world talking about how I'm, you know, trying to convince them I'm not a racist. And someone's like, hey, I heard you can moonwalk. And he's like, yeah, I can moonwalk. It's my show. And they're like, here's my show. Can you do it now? They're like, can you do it now? And he's like, let me. Yeah. Let me and just, he kind of looks over and he's like, let me, I got enough room here to do this. I can assess the and he's area. Like, I got this. I got it. Oh, got yeah. He many. was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. And he's like, and you know, it's like the look on his face. So I know how to salsa dance and no one believes me. So when people are like, hey, can you salsa dance now? I'm like, yeah, damn. Well, sure. Sure, I can. And so I, you know, if my wife's there or someone that knows how to do it, I get all excited because I'm like, hey, we got room to dance. So I know that feeling because it's like, they're about to see that I can dance. And he had that same like, I'm going to do this. And he kind of looks over and then his wife's like, no, this wouldn't be appropriate. And he's like, and my favorite, like, says this wouldn't be appropriate. And, <laughs> and, and the, 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 the direct quote was inappropriate circumstances. And I right. don't know if there was a pause in between the in and appropriate. So I don't know if she was telling the reporter that he can in appropriate circumstances, or if she was telling her husband, these are inappropriate. Oh. Circ- like, I'm not sure which one it was. Um, because you know, either way, she didn't want him uh, moonwalking. Right no, then. she did not want him moonwalking right there. Like she was like, "Do not moonwalk right now." And he's like, "But you know what? This guy became governor in a. It's not quite a sing, swing state anymore. It kind of leans Democrat, but it's still a competitive race that he was in. I trust the guy's instincts. I, I say let him moonwalk. But I anyway, so 
I, to let the man move because if he kills it, you know, it's like the end of the movie and everyone's like, Ooh, and you know, because he can do it. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter that I'm racist anymore. And so that, that he could have could have completely turned this around. That, but and that would have been the end part of it. That would have been the end of the 80s movie. It's like, oh, yeah, I just won the dance battle competition. So all the bad crap that I did for the first hour and 20 minutes of this movie is out the window because I won. And then right, the exactly. this roll is Virginia over... politics, electric boogaloo. Right. And he like <laughs> nails it at the end and it ends like the credits are. He's like, and like the girl kisses him. So his wife comes over and she's like, I was wrong. It was great that you moonwalk and that you're racist. And then they kiss <laughs> and then they, they go to the credits. Right. And right. so that's, that's exactly how this would end. So we're out of the worst part of this. And now it's sort of everyone now has adjusted to this new reality. Sort of like how when Trump says something outrageous and we're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. A week later, it's like, yeah, well, you know, he's, he's Trump and he he's, said it. So right. No one Trump. even cares yeah. anymore. Like, you know, the shithole country comment or, the, you know, whatever else he says. Same thing here. Now, eh, you know, if he resigns, he resigns. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Fairfax is waiting for that to happen for him. <laughs> like, okay, you don't care that I'm a rapist maybe, right, yeah. anymore. Yeah, and but, and but go no, ahead. yeah but no matter like no matter what neither one of them want to resign because then it's admitting that they are the things that they're being accused of and that's gonna right you resign because you're a racist or you resign because you're a rapist and you don't right. want to do that like i yeah I get there's no car- there's no career as an msnbc uh contributor after that no no absolutely not <laughs> um you're not even cnn not even CNN who took, uh, you know, the guy from here. Oh, God. He ran for governor. <laughs> he lost. To Charlie Crist? No. Oh, Andrew Gillum. Thank you. Andrew Gillum. Uh, the guy from a- Andrew Gillum who got fined for ethics violations. He was found guilty of ethics violations, and CNN hired him that day. These are ethics violations, and you still ethics. couldn't be able to do it. You still would not get a job at CNN after resigning because of being a rapist or a racist. Yeah, because ethics violations are like here. Right. Yeah, they're they're rapist low. is here, and blackface is somewhere also here. Right. Murders here. Actually, Actually I murders disagree. also yeah, here. Yeah, mur- rape rape is higher than murder. That's a good point. Yeah, rape is especially if it's multiple multiple victims you're a serial rapist right yeah no we don't care what you think about nancy pelosi's you know newest speech or whatever right. so right so so uh so so they called for him to resign there was a uh one of the legislatures was introducing articles of impeachment and quickly removed it it didn't get voted on because the virginia legislative assembly black caucus i think they're called yes um the black caucus of virginia's legislature said no we're not gonna we don't want to talk about you know uh fairfax resigning or being impeached until northam has resigned or been impeached right and the democrats strategists would actually prefer that uh, Fairfax would get removed first because now there's a new lieutenant general so that lieutenant when the lieutenant governor so that when the my hands make no sense in this I'm doing this for me right um in the when the governor gets replaced they already have their new lieutenant governor in place who becomes governor and then they do whatever if they get rid of the governor and then the lieutenant governor and then possibly the attorney general, because I guess he did blackface too. Yep, and, he did, and black, he did blackface. Okay, so with the uh, attorney general, 
And I, I did not do a great job on the notes this week either, because uh, otherwise I would know his name. But um, the, att- <laughs> the attorney general, uh, a lot of people are saying, okay, when Northam donned blackface or dressed up as KKK, but at least he admitted to doing blackface, um, he was 24, I believe, in med school. Uh, right. When the, when the attorney general did it, he was 19. And they're like, when you're 19, you know, you're 19. We can forgive some things because you're young and you're dumb. And so he got out ahead of it before anybody else was able to report it, which is why he just sort of dropped it. Ah. Um, he dropped it because odds are, since he's next in line after lieutenant governor to become governor, they did right. not want that coming out. They didn't want it coming out, and they were like, he was like, well, I did it when I was 19 years old, uh, and, you know, I felt bad about it. I think he also dressed up as, he may have dressed up as Michael Jackson as well. I think people in Virginia. What is this thing? Why? I did, man, you got a lot of good questions. I like it. You're going places. (laughs) Why? What is happening in Virginia higher education that they're like, hey, guys, you want to do Michael Jackson night or clan and Sambo night? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, what, what is this? Are you still, here's another one. Is this still happening? And if so, why? Um, I guess why is my overriding question on all of this? So, man, that's a, that, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. This was more of a rhetorical question. Right, yeah, like, Great question. Is it still for, happening? For probably. 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 In air probably. Kid, what these kids are learning now, the ones that still do it, uh, they right. are looking at these pictures and going, well, crap. I can never become the governor of Virginia or attorney general. But oh well, if I go to Duke University and – allegedly rape a woman, I could still be lieutenant governor. Um, Which is pretty close. I mean, you know, lieutenant governor, governor, you know, I mean, you can, you know, if you... You're a breath away. Raper and and I guess, I guess, uh, traumatize her so much that she doesn't tell anyone is the key. So if you're going to rape her... By the way, at Money Waters Media, we'd like to go ahead and and, uh, take our our nightly... uh, disclaimer of saying that we are against rape we are against rape and we do not like rape in all forms anti-rape any of uh, any of the various forms of rape uh none of which are good each one worse than the, right. than the next yes. uh is bad um we are against all the rapes i was going to name the different rapes but i don't think that's necessary i don't think I, yeah i don't think that we need to do but so <laughs> let's just not do that yeah let's not because that that would then like facebook would just be like nah man <laughs> like enough already you, you guys ride not the, you on we're not yeah. here you, you guys ride this line every week, and no, we're not going to every let this go. single week. Um, no, no, but yeah, so the rape is bad. One of one of the allegations that came from one of the allegations, uh, not the first one, not um, the one you mentioned earlier. Uh, again, no notes, uh, but the second one. Oh, Mark Herring, by the way, is the attorney general. Thank you, attorney general. I was like, Mark Herring did not accuse Justin Fairfax of raping him. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. But, ooh, this show. <laughs> but uh, the second accuser went to 
Duke University, right? Correct. Or is that the first accuser? That, no, the second accuser. Because the first one. I don't know Duke. anything okay. about the second Got or it. possible third accuser. So the second accuser went to Duke University. Uh, okay. That is where Lieutenant Gov- <laughs> Lieutenant Governor whew, uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, Justin Fairfax went. Um, while she was there, in I believe 1998 or 1999, she was allegedly raped by a member of the Duke University basketball team. As a member of the, like, I love Duke basketball. I was trying to figure out which one it was, but I couldn't um, because it never made its way to Coach K, so nothing was ever done. She said that she took it to the dean, and nothing was ever done about it. Uh, apparently, oh, well. this, this made huge news all across Duke, and this accuser was well was known as the one that was raped, and uh, you know people felt bad for her. most people allegedly. Um, I'm going to keep saying allegedly because this is all just a story, um, right? But later in the next year, the following year uh, was when she and Justin Fairfax had their encounter, and Justin allegedly raped her, and when. He was leaving. She was sitting there sobbing and crying. And she said, why would you do this to me? We were friends. And he said, allegedly, uh, because what happened to you last year means that you won't tell anybody. Allegedly. He said this. And the Vanessa Tyson, the one that he allegedly raped at the convention. Uh, the oh, I think the 04 convention. 04, yeah. She... Yeah, she had a history. I guess she was raped by her father multiple times and raped, I think, raped by someone else. And he knew that. And so is this guy... Because that's... Okay, so, again, rape is bad. There is no good rape victim. He's a serial no victim good, rapist? Yeah, that's... Not, so, not only is he... It, allegedly. Allegedly. Not only is he raping women, which is never good he's raping rape victims which is like a special kind of sadism yeah where you and also a calculation that you know they're already traumatized by rape they're not going to tell anyone but what a horrific like you already have someone who's struggling through life as a rape victim and you know determining their value and trying to you know uh, uh, relearn their boundaries and their, and, you know, I mean, all, all of this stuff that comes with rape and feelings of, of, you know, uh, self doubt of if you could have done something to stop it, all the stuff that rape victims go through and, 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 and intimacy issues and, and everything else. And then you do it to them again. That's, yeah, no, you're not going to be on MSNBC. Um, so, or, or Fox or, or any of them. Um, you're not going to be on any of them. You're not, you're not going to be on this show either because we're against rape. We are. And so, so, but that, so that's been held off because honestly it's being held off and even the people that are trying to hold it off are saying they're holding it off because he's a black man and why uh, is the white man who allegedly um, has a killer moonwalk, it, why is he not being uh, impeached or removed first? And, and so there's a the whole thing. My guess, and, and you can tell me if you disagree, is that all three of them are still going to be there a year from now unless... Or there's a possibility that it's going that they're going to just keep leaning on Fairfax because more and more people come out accusing him of rape. In which case, um, so Southern Democrat parties, including Virginia, are heavily reliant on black voters because 
the at least I, I don't know about in Virginia, but in like South Carolina, the majority of Democrat voters are black. Right. Um, and that's true in most Southern states. White people vote Republican or most white people vote Republican and almost all black people vote Democrat. And so because of that, the these state Democratic parties in the South are very, very, very careful to keep black voters happy because they would have absolutely no ability to compete in those states without them. So if this happens where, you know, nationally there's pressure for this guy to step down because of the rape, this could blow things up for Virginia Democrats, but we'll, we will see. Okay. So, um, um, but let's go ahead. I was going to say, let's, uh, let's take bets on Virginia, Virginia politics in a year. Cause I'm feeling pretty strong about it. I think I know. Uh, so when is their next election? Is it because they do the off year? They do election. the off year. It so it's uh, no. Okay, so they did seventeen, and it's a six year term. Oh, okay, okay. So there's no election this year. There's no election this year. Yeah, because yeah, 2017 was when the, when uh, Northam was elected. Um, okay. Right, 2017. Right. Yeah, 2017 was when Northam was elected. Uh, so he's going to be in there for is it a six-year term or a four-year term i think it's a six-year term because they only get one you don't get reelected. yeah no i knew that um, which is the other reason that there hasn't been a lot of pressure there's the pressure is diminishing for him to step down because he's going to be gone after this term anyway right um next virginia election is in i was gonna say i think it's gonna be like 2021 no, 2022, three, 2022. This is saying 2019. Re- well, not for governor, though. No, U.S. House, U.S. Senate. Um, well, no, no, state, no, it's for state stuff. It, yeah, it's right. for state stuff. Um, so, no, so there's, yeah, there's nothing this year. Um, so, my guess is that, and I don't know, year, six months, whatever, or I guess a year from now, I think that they're going to have the same governor and the same attorney general, but not the and same the lieutenant governor will be, what's that? I was going to say the lieutenant governor is going to be somebody different. Yeah. The lieutenant governor is someone different and probably will be a, a black person and probably a black woman and probably like possibly the woman he raped, but, but definitely uh, uh, it will, if it, if he's replaced, I, and he, and it's not by a, a black person. Holy crap. Oh, um, right. that'll be, that'll be a dab. Watch that one. Um, yeah. If they replace him with anybody who is not black, uh, the Democrats will definitely lose the governorship and, uh, possibly the Senate. And actually they may lose the presidents. Like they, they might lose a lot of things. That would be a, a huge, I cannot imagine. I cannot they would imagine replace. what they would, what, what would happen yeah. if that were the case. Yeah, so we so so yeah, I think he'll be gone and I think he'll be replaced by a probably a black woman. But um so speaking of things here that I'm looking at. Oh, speaking of uh so uh president we were talking about uh presidential campaign campaigns. We've had yet uh uh so now we're up to what, seven hundred and fifteen people that are running for the Democratic nomination for everybody uh, to run as president against Donald Trump in twenty twenty. Uh, the newest uh, entries uh, are Liz Warren, who, in my mind, has been running for quite a while. Um, and uh, go ahead. I was going to say, ever since she drank a beer on Instagram, 
Ever since she tried to, yeah, really, ever since she released her ridiculous, uh, I'm I I'm somewhat native one thousand one one thousand twenty fourth native. Yeah. Uh, ever since she did that, that was like, okay, she's running for office because she's getting this out from under. Her. Um, but yeah, no, once she started drinking, day drinking uh, on uh, on Twitter, um, that or Instagram, that that definitely uh, that definitely cemented it. And then Amy Klobuchar, 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 Klobuchar. Of, I think Minnesota. She is. Um, she has. Is it Minnesota? It is. It's Minnesota. She announced uh, in, during a blizzard. Uh, that she was uh, running for president. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, the current president, who is, in fact, Donald Trump, I have to remind myself of that every once in a while, um, that that happened. Um, Donald Trump immediately went on Twitter, uh, and uh, with Klobuchar, he noted um, how she was talking about a uh, speech about global warming during an actual blizzard where, and he was right, by the end, she looked like a snow, she, I guess, snow woman. She looked like a snow person. A snow person. A snow, a person of snow. A person of and, snow. Uh, and uh, then with Liz Warren, he brought up the fact that she's a fraud uh, when it comes to being a native. Um, and in, in fact, uh, there's more to that. She, uh, apparently, uh, someone released that she, because there was always this plausible deniability that she herself had ever are you talking about native the bar the bar thing yeah so she wrote on the bar she wrote american indian for her race right and that's a confirmation that she was like legitimately trying to pass herself as a as a native so funny thing about that is uh the rumor is on the old on the old rumor mill of uh political landscapes which you know Mm -hmm. most people in the mainstream media not going to report this kind of thing but instead you're going to get that here (laughs) Uh, where we're, as we're, you often do, we, we scoop the news a lot. We do. We definitely scoop the news a lot. But in this case, the rumor is that the moment that Justin Fairfax was accused of allegedly raping somebody and the Virginia governor, Ralph Northam was, uh, seen in pictures wearing blackface or a KKK uniform. Um, and then he said uh, he he admitted to being in the photo, and then he took it back, and then he said, "No, I couldn't have been in that right. photo because I dressed up as Michael Jackson." That was when uh, Elizabeth Warren's team leaked that because they figured it would get covered up by uh, the news of everything going on in Virginia, and it would be forgotten oh. about. But allegedly, the rumor mill has it that sh- uh, her team is the one that leaked that. So, and that probably was the best idea they had in front of them. But in the age of the internet where everything is permanent and stays, that's going to come back. Right. Like that's not going to go away. It's definitely better that it was because they can go, well, it was old news. Everyone already knew that, but it's coming back and that's going to haunt her all the way through it, especially in light of the fact that because the Democrats right now are trying to out woman and out person of color, one another, uh, almost before their policies there, it's, it's like, well, I'm black. No, well, I'm really black. I'm like, well, I'm a, uh, you know, a Tulsi Gabbard. I'm a Pacific Islander and I'm, well, I'm a woman. I'm also a woman for this white woman to be constantly fighting ever increasing proof that she tried to pass herself off as a native for personal gain as anything, but a white woman as anything. Yeah. yeah, She tried to like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have mattered what she tried to pass herself off as 
because anything other than just being Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Whitey Warren, uh, you're, yeah. you're, you, you've lost, you've lost votes. You've already lost. You've right. already lost. So, so that's going to definitely haunt her. I don't give her a shot in hell no. of getting the nomination. And if she did in some weird John McCain esque come from behind victory, she's not a shot in anything resembling hell that she's going to, 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 to win based on that. Cause I mean, now you think that they were mad about Hillary goodness. Um, uh, they would definitely be mad. Uh, and uh, unless Hillary runs again, uh, in which case I, I've already said, I will vote for her in the primary. Right now, of course you do have to. Um, so what happens so if Hillary, if Hillary runs and bill weld runs? Cause oh, that's right. Bill weld. Here's some news that no one cares about, but we're going to say it anyway, because um, no one knows who we're even talking about. Bill Weld, who many in the Libertarian Party, Bill Weld was a, a moderate Republican governor of Massachusetts in the 90s, 80s? Uh, 90s. And when I, say eight, when I say moderate, he was pro-gun control. He was, I mean, he was essentially, uh, he would be considered a Democrat in most other states, but in Massachusetts, he passed as a Republican. Right. A few years back, he decided to become a libertarian for some reason, and he ran and and because of his clout as a as a as a former governor, he and another former uh, Republican governor, uh, Gary Johnson. Man, wow, what is Aleppo? Um, <laughs> I was Gary like, how Johnson. do you not know that one? I have, I actually have his I'm, campaign. Poster I'm friends right with him on Facebook. Me too. Like, oh, goodness. Yeah. I just kept thinking Oldman, and I'm like, it's not Gary Oldman. Uh, I would vote for Gary Oldman. I would Oldman. vote for Gary uh, Oldman today. Forever. I don't even care about his politics. And he's also not a natural-born citizen, so there's really no reason he'd win, but I'd vote for him. Um, but he, uh, Gary, him and Gary Johnson and Bill Weld uh, ran as president and vice president. They lost, of course, in 2016. But before that, Bill Weld went on a I'm stumping for Hillary tour, where, she, where he basically said, well, I want you to vote Libertarian, but if you don't, then vote for Hillary, right? Which didn't help, right? Where he it was, didn't help. He was going around and he was saying things along the lines of, "I really think that uh, Hillary is an honest and good woman," and stuff like that, and stuff that everybody knows. Great public servant, right? right, right. Great public servant. Uh, very, uh, very. God, I wish I could remember the actual phrase, but um, very reliable, something along those lines. And it's just like, hmm, right, right, right. Well, we all know you're full of crap, there, Bill. Um, we've never even met her. We don't need to. Um, but he was, yeah, he was actually doing this, but he swore, he swore to the Libertarian Party and all of its members in 2016 that he was a Libertarian for life and he paid for a lifetime membership to the Libertarian Party, which yep. he still has. Because um, once you still leave, has. You, you, you don't get rid of that once you buy it. Like La Cosa Nostra, yeah, you don't leave. Yep. And uh well he left Blood in, blood out. He he left the Libertarian Party. And uh he left the Libertarian Party in order to run for president against Donald J. Trump. As a Republican. As a Republican. As a Republican. Where he will also not win. Where right. At least if he had run as a libertarian, he would have actually run and not just done a primary. You know, I he might have gotten the nomination because he's got this. Whole, so 
I've never understood the argument, and I'm friends with all of all six of the actual Bill Well delegates who support him unironically, and they all say the same thing. He has a record of governing, and he can raise money, and he is a respectable candidate. Well, A, um, his record of governing is as a moderate Republican that does not support libertarianism. B, he keeps saying non-libertarian stuff. Very non-libertarian C, stuff. Very non-libertarian stuff. He supports drone strikes against drug caravans. I mean, he's he's not a libertarian. He supports and, he supports gun control. He supports drone strikes against drug caravans. He supports uh, free education. He does not support supports, libertarian ideals. He supports a foreign military intervention. Like, I mean, there's a, he's a down-the-road non-libertarian. Okay, maybe he wants weed to be legal or something, but he's not a libertarian. He is a moderate Republican, right? Uh, and, and he moderate, probably doesn't you know, give he he doesn't give a crap about gay marriage, is my guess. It's not that he's like, no, yeah, we need to give which him is he's, standard he's, now. Neither does Trump. Like, I mean, right. There are very few politicians that are ready to fight the culture war over gay marriage anymore. It's over, and 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 from a from a legislative standpoint, and so anyway, so you know, oh, and he, and you know, oh, he's going to raise all this money. Where, where is this money being raised? And he's respectable. You're the Libertarian Party. This is what you're worried about now? Is all of a sudden respectability is something you're, you're terribly preoccupied with? Um, and so he did what... He probably put them out of their misery by just leaving because they were going to stick to that till the end. Right. Um, so he's he's no longer... He's now, I guess, going to run as a Republican against Trump and lose that. Um, so maybe the Libertarians will actually uh, nominate a Libertarian. This Either time. that or maybe we'll get John McAfee, which... If if there is a God, I want to see this. So like this, this, I mean, the libertarians will probably be toast after that, but, um, God, that would be so amazing because if for anybody who doesn't know, John McAfee is the guy that makes that software that you can't get off of your computer. Um, and he's, and he's, He's become very wealthy with it. He's become very wealthy with it because basically you pay him to get it off of your computer. It's a brilliant plan, really. Um, <laughs> Genius. And the dude, he's the, a ransomware developer. He he left America and he went down to Belize, I believe. Uh, he went down to Belize uh, so that way he could live yeah. with his sixteen-year-old wife, wife, wives, wives. Wives. Possibly two. I think, there, um, I, I think there was more than one. Yeah, I think there was more than one. And uh, he had to leave there because maybe, just maybe, he murdered somebody. Uh, but no, he came back to the U.S., left his wives uh, in Belize, I'm guessing. I don't think they came with him. Either that or they were 18. Uh, no, oh, oh, one of his wives is still with him. She is Je- Janice Dyson, who is a former prostitute. He uh, met her as a prostitute and then uh, married her. Ah, good. Well, you know. Pretty woman. Uh, we all saw a pretty woman. You know, maybe. Uh, if you didn't, I don't blame you. Um, but, you know, sometimes you This find was a real-life pretty woman, it except was, also he... She was 16. Convicted, uh, accused of murder, yeah. Right. And, and uh, he was... 16. Yeah. Um, so he comes back, and he gets really big into crypto. Because, you know, of course, somebody that works in the digital era is going to get into crypto. And... Right. He... <laughs> He uh, decided to leave the country because he knew an indictment was coming. Uh, He decided to leave the country because he knew an indictment was coming. 
over taxes that he didn't pay on crypto. And he said, I'm not paying them, so I'm just going to leave. So currently, at this very moment, John McAfee, presidential hopeful in 2016. Presidential hopeful John McAfee. Yeah, in 2016, uh, announced his plan to run for the Libertarian nomination uh, for president in international waters, living on his, on his ship, boat. on his boat, yeah. where he yep. said... I will send a number of uh, masked surrogates who I can only imagine are people wearing John McAfee masks. Fingers crossed that is people wearing John McAfee masks um, to go to my public appearances where I will speak and it'll come out of like a talking thing in the mouth, uh, a speaker in the mouth and more than anything, like more than anything else in the world, I want to see this happen. I want yeah. to see this happen, even if it's only in the primary. Yeah, no, I want this. I want this really, really badly, and so much so that if you all are willing to help us out and donate money, uh, I have gotten. Oh yeah, I have gotten a room for us. Like it's lined up. I just need the money to pay for it. Uh, we just need money. At, right, we just need money at the Florida Aquarium in Tampa Bay. And I will see if I can get one of John McAfee's surrogates to come and give a stump speech at the aquarium, which is extra funny because John McAfee seems to have this weird fascination with trying to have sex with whales. Yes. That is not uh, a joke. uh, uh, Yeah, no, that's a real thing. So he tweets routinely about, uh, I guess, some Pacific Island tradition of trying to swim in the water, chase down whales and have sex with them um which he says is not rape because the whales and, and this is a compelling argument if 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 you're trying to have sex with something that is several dozen times larger than you and they let you that is an implied consent yes right Seven. legally it's not consent because animals can't consent but if a let's say a, a, a you know an orca doesn't want to have sex with you. You're going to die. Either that orca, or it's just going to swim away. Or he's going to, yeah, that's the thing. The orca might just swim away really fast because right. they can swim as fast as boats. They're going to get away from you. Or they're going to, you know, in a panic, drown you easily because they weigh ton- several tons and are <laughs> designed to be in the water and you're not. Um, if they're part of this thing that you're doing with the orca, then this was consent. I'm not saying it's good or that you should do this. You really you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. Uh, it's probably it's probably it's definitely illegal. Um, but it's prob well, it's international waters. It's international so waters, nothing's um, illegal. Yeah, so technically it might not be illegal, but it's not ethical. And uh it, I can't imagine the diseases that get created with that kind of stuff. Um so don't do that. But he is a big fan of this, a big proponent of uh of whale sex. Yes. And uh so we're hoping that if we can raise enough money to get a, a McAfee, uh, 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 McAfee, McAfee, um, surrogate, Raymond McAfee, Raymond McAfee, M- McAfee surrogate, uh, to Raymond McAfee, uh, a McAfee surrogate to the, uh, aquarium that not only will he give a stump speech, but he'll also give maybe a small symposium on sex with whales. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, fingers crossed. And, uh, you know, Give and, and and don't stop giving. Um, so that, that we'll see if, if that's gonna we'll see if that'll happen. You can shoot um, that to our PayPal. It's uh, paypal.com slash muddy waters media, I think. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money Bars Media. And we're probably going to set up a GoFundMe for this. So, you know, right. stay tuned, guys stay tuned who clearly want this. Uh, it, much in the way that uh, with whales and sex, if you don't want this, it's not going to happen. Right. Like, more than anything else in the world, I want a random person, don't care who, in a John McAfee mask to get up on stage at an aquarium to... Yeah open the mouth and have a speaker going to have him talk about his presidential hopes for 2020. And then maybe time permitting, time permitting, maybe a little PowerPoint presentation on how one has sex with a whale. Just a, just a short, like, you know, 12 minute power speech about, you know, about whale sex. Um, So speaking of presidential hopefuls saying, I guess, Stupid stuff. Kamala Harris. Uh, come on. Kamala, Kamala top cop Harris, uh, who has, I think, more so than any other attorney general, locked up more black people than anyone else. Anyone. Is now trying to recreate herself as the, um, you know, hip, because she, she's half black and half Indian. And she, like, uh, East Indian. Okay. Um, and so she's, what's that? Not Elizabeth Warren. No, not not fake native Indian like from India, Indian. Okay, and she's now running as a hip, cool. I'm down with the blacks uh, candidate. Um, she's trying to occupy that uh, Barack Obama space before Cory Booker gets it. Um, Cory and his and his uh, fake drug dealer friend T Bone. Right. Um, Kamala Harris. She's uh, going on the Breakfast Club and all the different urban urban uh, morning radio shows and doing the whole uh, black politician tour. And uh, she was talking about weed, how cool weed is. And they asked her if she inhaled. She said, of course I inhaled. Um, half my family's from Jamaica. What do you think? Uh, she did not mention uh, the uh, countless uh, black people, well, people of all colors, but especially black people, that she locked up for inhaling um, uh, because that might hurt her campaign. Right. But she did. She definitely inhaled. She definitely inhaled. She and on top of that, on top of the inhaling, they said what, you know, she was explaining the inhaling a little bit deeper. And she said, oh, yeah, back in college, I definitely inhaled. And we'd sit around smoking weed. And we would listen and some listening to music. And somebody said, what music would right. you listen to? And she said, well, Tupac and to uh, Snoop Dogg, obviously. Oh. Except, okay. except Tupac's first album came out in 1991. Snoop Dogg's first album came out in 1993. She graduated college in 1986 or 1989. I don't remember which. So Did she lie about listening to Tupac and Snoop Dogg? She, well, she no, maybe not, because she said that she was smoking weed in college doing that. So she may have done that, but just not in college. So was she smoking weed while putting black people in jail for smoking weed? Those are questions. I had <laughs> questions earlier. Now you have some questions. These are all good. We have a question-heavy episode. We have a question-heavy episode. So we ha- we're answering the tough questions, asking the tough questions that, that no one will answer. That's right. Uh, yeah, so personal theory, just me. Uh, I think that she was smoking weed while putting black people in prison for smoking weed. Yeah, I th- it's either that or she couldn't, she's never listened to rap in her life. And the first thing she thought was Tupac and Snoop Dogg. And she just said that 
which if it were the 80s, no, you'd be listening to like Cool in the Gang and stuff like that. Not Cool in the Gang. Run DMC. Cool, yeah, Cool in the Gang would Run work. DMC. Run DMC. Beastie Boys. Be- Beastie uh, Boys? Like, I mean, you could, you could listen to Cool in the Gang, but that's not rap. Um, uh, you, uh, I don't know. Uh, Bismarcky, something like that. Uh, Karis one. Uh, you'd be listening to them. But not. Big Daddy Kane. If it was, 19, if it was 1989, possibly Vanilla Ice. Possibly Vanilla Ice, which would, I think, wreck your political career. Probably. But, um, but so, yes. So she could very well have been. Jill Lynch says what she means is she smoked well into the 90s while she was locking people up for it. Yeah, that's what it sounded like, Jill. Yeah. We, uh, um, and she also said, how much money do you need? Matt, how much exactly would it cost us to get this room? Um, see, now that's, that, that, that's the thing. Uh, when I was in the initial discussions of getting this room, the person could not believe the reasons that I wanted this room, so I had to prove to her that all aspects of the reasonings wanting it were real, and then she said, I don't think that they would really appreciate it if it had a PowerPoint presentation on whale sex, and I said, well, I'll leave that part out, but, you know, yeah, if it comes up, you know, organically. It'll just happen, right, and there's it'll, nothing we can do about it. Right, there's nothing we can do about it. And she said, okay, that'd probably be fine. She, and she's a friend of mine, and she's going to try to get me a discount on the room, so she needs to talk to her salespeople about it, but we need to come in with an offer first. So f- first and foremost, we need some money coming in in order to be like, hey, yeah, we can offer you this much for this room right. to get a presidential hopeful for the Libertarian Party who cares about the environment. Uh, I think he does. Um, but we get the presidential hopeful who cares about the environment for the Libertarian Party to come here to do a do a stump speech and uh, see where the see where the day takes us. If he talks about whale sex, there's nothing there's we can nothing do. Nothing we it. can do about it. Nothing we can do. There's about nothing it. there's nothing we can do. Unlike a whale, I don't weigh four tons and and, and have, you know, the ability to crush a human easily. Right. So if this person starts, I can't I can't gorilla stomp them. And you know, I'm not built for that. No, we so I'm like, we don't believe oh, no. in force on what others. You, what are you doing? Oh. Oh, darn it. So, uh Fotini Henderson says um the whale wouldn't notice it happening. You know, that's also a point. I don't know because what if my was- theory on it is you have to do it with the blowhole. And if that's their source of breathing, you would notice. What? They have reproductive organs like a mammal? They do, but do you want to be underwater? I think you're going to, I mean, if you're really committed to having sex with a whale, I think you're going to be underwater at some point. I mean, I think you're going to have to, but I mean. Because they only surface, they surface very briefly. And it's eh. usually, they're like coming up hard. Like, I mean, this is not an ideal moment. You got to get them when they're in the water kind of more settled, right? Like, I thought this was like a scuba thing. Now, no? these are all questions that could be better be answered. If we get if enough we, money. If we raise <laughs> enough money. If we raise enough money. Uh, guys, we can we can definitely right. answer all of that exactly, as I'm sure everyone wants to know. Right, we will have all the answers to these whale sex questions if we raise enough money. Maybe in real time. In real um, time. So, so back to Kamala Harris, <laughs> uh, who, as far as we know, has not um, had sex with any whales. Um, <laughs> it depends uh, on what you mean by whale. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because so yeah, so she uh, was in a relationship with a married man, although he says he was separated at, at the time. Willie something. Yeah. Willie. Mayor, Mayor Wilson, Willie. Willie. Mayor, Mayor Willie. Willie. Mayor of Willie. San Francisco. Or not San Francisco, Oakland. Oakland. 
Yeah. And so she kind of got a start in her political career while she just happened to also be um, dating a, a married woolly mayor. So anyway, uh, so yeah, she inhaled, probably was locking people up. But even if she inhaled earlier, how do you, you know, you, you have these great moments of inhaling and then say, yeah, I'm going to make a career out of uh, aggressively locking up people who share my skin tone for doing the same thing I just did. Oh, also, I'm going to run for president on a campaign of pretending that I didn't do that. Uh, San, um, so that's, that's, Mayor of San Francisco, Mayor Willie Brown. Was it San Francisco? It was San Francisco. Okay. All right. So mayor of San Francisco um, and apparently a very powerful California politician. So so she's got that going on. Uh, Corey Brown, Corey Brown, Corey Booker, Corey Booker, who's also running for president. Um, he, uh, has, uh, uh, they asked him about the blackface thing and he gave a very Obama ish answer of, you know, we have to think of how, uh, a white person, we have to think of how white people think about this or something like that. That didn't go over well. You know, these guys in the, the primary process is when you get your core constituency and use them to elevate you to the nominations that then you can appeal to the world. Right. Corey and Kamala, Kamala's trying desperately to do that, to get locked down the black vote and then try to, you know, get the powerful woman, you know, you go girl vote. And, and, and which in theory, and especially in a crowded, uh, a crowded, uh, crowded race should be able to get her enough to get the nomination. Her problem is her actual record is not working for. And um, I'm in a lot of, uh, for some reason, black nationalist groups, you can explain that to me because I don't understand it. Um, they are not happy about her at all. Like they do not see her. First of all, if the real hardcore, you know, I vote for black people because I'm black voters, she's not fully black. They were never a huge fan of Obama, but he was the first time of trying this. This time around, they're like, we want a black, black person. Right. And she's not. And then second of all, she's locked up more black people on her own than any other living person. We don't like that either. Um, Cory Booker's problem is he's just such a freaking phony. Corey, he's like I will say, like Kamala Harris has been out there trying to lock down the black vote since she decided that she was going to be running for president. Cory right. Booker, on the other hand, has been working tirelessly for years to get the down low vote of the black community. <laughs> yes, the I'm pretty sure about you vote. Right. Um, he's got that locked down, but they don't like to talk about it a lot. They no. are inherently down low about it. And in, so he is inherently down low about his down lowness. He, he actually floated his own sexting scandal in the vain hope that it would catch on. But the, um, the, the what he said to this stripper was so like, oh gosh darn it, you're pretty type of stuff that it never became a scandal. And it almost entirely cemented the reality that he's homosexual, which if you're a homosexual, you're homosexual. But he's also now saying that he has a girlfriend, won't say anything about her. Uh, no one has seen her uh, or will verify it. Um, but he also for many years, uh, he had a he would talk about his drug because he, he, he became mayor of Newark, which is like the hood. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's not from Newark. Um, he is uh, barely from New Jersey. And he uh, he he would talk about his friend T-Bone, his drug dealing friend T-Bone. He used to threaten to put a cap in his ass. And I mean, it was just so it was like if you found a suburban white guy and tried to get him to come up with a stereotype 
of a drug dealer friend, this would be who T-Bone was. Right. And then eventually... If you found a suburban white guy who has never purchased drugs in his life. <laughs> Which is... If he says he inhaled, I don't believe you. Right. I don't believe you. I don't you. believe I don't Cory ever Booker inhaled. ever inhaled. I don't think you've ever inhaled. I'm not sure if you ever drank. And... uh and he, uh, yeah, so T-Bone, and then he stopped talking about T-Bone sometime in like, I don't know, 2014, 2015, anymore. but it's T-Bone's still there. We want to know about T-Bone. We do want to so know. And so now his too. girlfriend, who, uh, T-Boniqua, uh, his girlfriend, and, uh, uh, <laughs> and um, he's, we, we are know, riding every line person. today. We are riding every What's that? Si- We're riding every oh, single I'm, line. Oh, yes, I am. I'm skating on the, on the edge. I'm living on the edge. And uh, so we're going to meet T. Bonica soon. And uh, and uh, yeah, he's a phony. I, I joked that uh, he tried to do blackface, but it turned out it was just one of those uh, uh, charcoal masks that hurt when you pull them off. Um, he's a, I can't stand him. I, I can't. It, it's not even his policies because there are plenty of people. It's like, I don't like their policies, but they seem like cool people or I think they're funny or whatever. I just, he's just so smarmy. He's so and smug phony. and he's so smug and he's so... He feels he's like so he's he yeah he feels like like I don't when he released something that was allowed to be released and then he acted like he did something grand oh yeah and called he, he himself like, yeah, I'm really called himself Spartacus Spartacus called himself that called himself that I am Spartacus I am a hero and yeah I'm Spartacus and he released a memo and he's like and I'm not even supposed to do it but gosh darn it i'm releasing this memo and the head of his uh that committee or whatever was like this is public knowledge it's already on the website you can see it right now no i'm releasing i don't care what anyone says i'm really he's just so damn phony so he's uh he might he'll probably get the vice presidential nod when joe biden gets the nomination so um, actually jason lyon our dear friend jason lyon uh he just commented and he says i know i'm <laughs> late to the harris topic but Sorry, it moved on me. Uh, but this, the weed thing, will be the big media's controversy against her as they roll out the red carpet for her nomination, in my opinion. Yeah. I would... Man, I don't yeah. know if she's going to win. I Like, I'm still waiting for Biden to announce. But if it's not yeah. if yeah. it's not Biden, I man, I could see it being Kamala... And uh, I see uh, Trump destroying her and then multiple, well, not multiple, nearly every news source saying it's because America's racist. Oh, yeah. No, so the, the catharsis that the left will have when Donald Trump beats their candidate will be saying, well, this just proves that America is racist, sexist, whatever. Unless, so, unless it's Joe Biden. Which, so that's, and there's a good chance Biden will get it. Right. Um, and if he gets it, then they all they can say is, well, their creepy, touchy, rich, white guy is got what, beat out our creepy, touchy, rich, white guy. Um, if it's Kamala Harris, that's the perfect trifecta of, well, America just wasn't ready for a strong woman of color. Um, and, and, you know, because they're racist. And it's funny because it's like I love watching white millennials suddenly discover racism in america uh america's racist and it's like 
do you know the history of America? Like this now suddenly you, you think America's racist because Donald Trump, that's what it was. It wasn't Japanese internment or the, the Tuskegee experiments or the segregation of fugitive slave laws or any of that. Stuff. No, it was Donald Trump getting elected president. That's what made us racist. That, that's, so, the, that's the most racist this country has ever even, been. Ever. Ever been. Ever. Literal racism. The highest level of racism is Donald J. Trump and his Jewish daughter. Um, that, that's, that's, that's definitely what, what did it, by the way, guys, uh, I was going to mention this later, but, uh, Jason Lyon, uh, who commented, uh, he has a show also on YouTube and Periscope. It's called Mr. America, M-U-R-I-C-A, the bearded truth. Uh, he brings you current events with some constitutional and historical discussions to help fan the flames of freedom, one liberty at a time. So be sure to check that out. Mr. America, Mr. America. That, I'm not sure how to say that. That may have America. Uh, that may have been the uh, best plug we've ever done for anybody. Yeah, guys, J- Jason, that's that's peak plugging here. Yeah, it's that's, that. And that like is, my water is like me nailing the plug. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, grassroots kind of a house and Mr. America, the bearded truth, the bearded truth, uh, which that you can find Jason's, on YouTube. And he, he wrote that up, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. So yeah. So. So we um let's see here. Yeah, we so still we, we get still Kamala got Harris. We still What's got that? we still got uh the brilliant house freshman house junior house member freshman house member whatever. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Out of New so York. speaking of speaking of Democrats doing stuff, just saying and doing dumb 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 things. Dumb dumb. So Alexandria Casio Cortez, Sandy, Sandy Block. We miss Sandy, Sandy from the block. Sandy was happy. We Alexandria, miss- not so happy. Uh, Alexandria is not happy. She is not. Uh, happy. She she released her Green New Deal, which it's it. She was such so it was so terrible that they took it down from the website. They actually had it scrubbed from the archive sites that archive pages. Uh, but Did there they are actually still some scrub them. Find it. I was gonna say I found they one on an archive site recently. Yeah, no, you can. There are some that have it, but like some of the main ones, they've had it scrubbed from like Google's cache and stuff like that. Uh, 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 there were some people saying that they took screenshots of it and were trying to share it on Facebook and were getting blocked from sharing it. So, I mean, it was like they want this thing to go away because it was such utter garbage. Um, it, some, of the, some of the highlights from the Green New Deal they wanted to ban air travel and build rails across the Pacific Ocean and Atlantic, um, and Atlantic Ocean. Yep, because that will definitely not require fossil fuels to create. No, that's all, all going to be electric. It's going to run yep, on electric. That is going to run on unicorn farts and dreams. And and, and the the construction of it will also run on 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 uh, solar panels. Um, and so uh, so that was one of them. Uh, a program for which I'm not sure what this has to do with the environment, but a program to uh, give money, free money to people who are unable or, or unwilling. unwilling to work willing to work unwill i want to hear more about this because i don't want to work either right uh cap and trade would come back yep cap and trade. uh the carbon yep. tax would come back um yep. it oh uh cow cow farts car- We're stop yeah the cow, farts. cow farts we gotta get rid of the cow farts i'm not sure how i'd like unless stop the cow farts. cork just put the cork right on up in there uh, like that's the only thing I can really think of. Um, I think I think uh, John uh, uh, McAfee might have some ideas. There. John, yeah, John McAfee may know a couple of different ways. 
but his ex- his expertise is more in whales, maybe not in bovine. Um, I got a funny story to tell you about that one day, but uh, not now. Sure, why not? Uh, so, okay. I was waiting tables as one does to make money, and um, this was years ago, and I was waiting on these two people, and they said. <laughs> Uh, you know, I gave them the list of the specials and, you know, it was like a higher end Cajun restaurant that I was working at and I gave them the list of the specials and I got their drink orders and they, uh, were like, okay, yeah, just give us a couple minutes to look everything over. And I could obviously tell this was the first date because I've waited on numerous tables in my life. Like you can see they're feeling each other out. Like, you know, the boxer in the first round, unless you're Mike Tyson, um, and they're like trying to feel each other out, trying to figure out the date or Justin Fairfax or Justin Fairfax. Uh, because, you know, Justin Fairfax knows he's going to have sex when he's stronger than the woman. Um, <laughs> but uh, allegedly. The Mike Tyson alleged, of dating. Right, you know? the Mike Tyson allegedly, of dating. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, but so, like, they're feeling each other out and whatever. So I come back to the table. You know, I bring their drinks. And I give them a couple more minutes. And then I come back and I'm like, do we have any questions about the menu? All professional, you know, as professional as I possibly can. Right. And. I'm not going to, like, there, there is no hyperbole, hyperbole in the way that I'm saying this. The dude looked at me in all seriousness, and he said, Yeah, what kind of fish is the filet mignon? And I did my best to keep a straight face, and I said, Oh, that's the bovine fish, sir. To which he went, Oh. What's that like? I was like, it's a lot like a steak. It's a lot like beef. It's a lot like a steak. And he uh, went, huh, that sounds good. The girl he was with knew the word bovine. Knew what I was saying. And you see her giggle. And I went, there went my entire tip. And he, yep. he was like, He's like, okay, like what kind, you know, what kind of fish, you know, like what kind of fish is that though? And I was like, it's a cow, sir. It's a steak. <laughs> it's a cow. <laughs> and he would, oh, okay. I'll have the jambalaya. And I said, great. And I was like, man, you should have led with he that. He knew what jambalaya was, but he didn't know what filet mignon was. Yeah. Uh, filet mignon. Let's be, let's be clear. Filet mignon. Filet mignon. And so I walked back into the, to the kitchen. I went, this dude at table, 23 or whatever uh this dude at table 23 just asked me for what kind of fish the filet mignon was and i just want to come back here and find out and they looked at me and they said you're kidding and i said no and they cool so that anytime i hear bovine i remember that story and it makes me giggle on the inside and i hope it does to you too i oh that it it warmed my cockles but i and how often do you hear bovine so that this was i'm glad that we had this moment right um so yeah, so no bovine farts, um, but and and no other animals though are creating methane with gas like all of the other animals. It's just the cows. Um, so that so that so it was so poorly received and and ridiculed. Um, and I'm pretty sure she wrote it uh, that uh, the yes. staff took it down and said, "Oh, this wasn't the real draft, but they haven't put up another draft." So um, and so that's go ahead. So uh, immediately, Nancy. Pelosi, I almost forgot her name. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I believe she referred to it, oh, as that little green thing when asked about the new Green Deal, which 
that does not bode well for your first attempt at doing anything. Um, no, 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 no. But yeah, the staff pulled it down, and immediately AOC, that's uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for those who don't know, AOC went out there and blamed the GOP and said that the GOP... Definitely their fault. Yeah, it's definitely their fault. The GOP had... uh, put so much fake stuff out there that people didn't believe what was in there was actually in there. Which when you say things like people who are unable or unwilling to work will get money. I thought it was fake. You, I thought it was fake. Right? But because somebody put like, out no, this, this thing is about, obviously fake. Right. Somebody put out this thing about um uh uh men bottling their urine and leaving it out in the sun in order to yes. make coffee. Uh Somebody added that, like, just made something like that and put it out, saying it was yeah, part of the I, green. Yeah, I, that I was like, man, if the rest of it wasn't so stupid, I would just roll my eyes. But that I actually looked up, and that's that's fake. Right, but because people were putting those things out, she said that's why the Green New Deal failed miserably, except that Mitch McConnell, oh, Cocaine Mitch, is giving it cocaine. second life. And God bless him. Because Cocaine Mitch said... We here in the Senate, I wish I, I, wish I had a cocaine Mitch uh, impression. Uh, we here in the Senate are going to vote. Connor, Connor talks like this. Connor talks like this. Is it like that? I do I, cocaine. I do cocaine. I'm, I'm co- like this. I do cocaine. I'm, I'm cocaine Mitch. Uh, uh, cocaine Mitch. I'm, I'm just trying to do an impression of you telling me he kind of talks like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cocaine Mitch, and uh, we, uh, we, we here in the Senate are, are going to vote on the Green New Deal. Are going to vote on it. Okay. They're going to vote on the Green it. New Deal because he said, as he said, we want everybody to be on the record on where they stand on this. Yes. The Democrats can't vote yes. They can't. They absolutely no. cannot. But they will. And they also can't vote no. I know. This it's is, really, this I, is the smart that comes with doing cocaine all the time. I, uh, like, right. I uh, I don't like Mitch McConnell often. I can't actually think of a time I have, but <laughs> this time he's nailed it on this one. He nailed this one. He absolutely cocaine Mitch goddamn lootly nailed this one. Uh, yeah, that's uh, been cocaine Mitch and the China persons have absolutely come through <laughs> on this one. Because please, God, vote on this. I want to see everybody that votes for it career just dis- well not destroyed they'll forget by the not time destroyed but you look like an idiot you because look they like show a you all the stuff and they're like yeah they're like really you voted to end the cow farts and build trains everywhere with no air travel but at the same time if you don't vote for it then the you don't care about the environment. alexandria ocasio cortez does wing of the party the, the 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 silly not even the far left the silly left is uh uh, is going to j- jump all over you and say, why did you abandon a proud, strong Latina former bartender? So, and um, Sorry, but uh, Joseph Resendez, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, asked if we can elaborate on Cocaine Mitch. Cocaine Mitch. So in, I got to look the guy's name up. So in uh, this last election cycle, uh, during the, so, so uh, Mitch McConnell, who is the, um, Senate majority. majority leader of the Senate majority of the Senate. And he's a uh, Senator from Kentucky. Um, a, a guy named Don Blankenship 
uh, ran against him in the uh, uh, in the, uh, uh, the Kentucky primary. Right, lost handily. Um, and he and Don Blakenship, he used to own coal mines, and people routinely died in them because he didn't follow the rules, and he actually went to jail for it. So he he's got quite a record himself. But so he ran, and he put out this ad. If you look it up, don't do it now. Look up later. Don After. Blankenship, cocaine, Mitch. He put out my favorite political ad ever where he so Mitch McConnell and his wife, Elaine Chow, um, his wife's and she's Chinese. She's the Chinese American. Her family owns a shipping line. And many years ago, uh, there was uh, a and this is common for ships that travel from South America to the to the States. It got caught with some cocaine on it, but it was probably someone that on the loading dock that tried to throw it in there or whatever. They found it. Uh, they removed it. They found that there was no wrongdoing on the part of the, the ship staff and they went about their, their, their way. So this is a, this is a story that apparently only Don Blankenship knew about. And so Don Blankenship said that uh, Mitch McConnell was, he called him cocaine Mitch and said that he, um, and said that he, um, you know, that he, Cocaine Mitch and the China persons, that's what he referred to his wife and her, his in-laws as, but the China persons uh, were, were fighting to, uh, and there were so many other Easter eggs. And it was, I don't even remember everything that was great that was said, but uh, they called him Cocaine Mitch and the China persons and, or China people, Cocaine Mitch and the China people, they were coming to ch- take all our jobs and, and sell us cocaine. And um, he lost. Um, and then, and then, and then, uh, uh, Mitch, after he won, put out this little ad on Twitter, and it said, "Thanks for playing, Don." And it shows Mitch with all this cocaine around him, and so now he's cocaine, Mitch. Right. And that's the uh, entire story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add the, uh, I'm gonna add the video to the, uh, to the, the, to the show notes on uh, Facebook. Oh yes, yes, please add the video to the show notes because you need to watch this after the show's over. Right. Obviously, after watch. the show is over. Watch, watch Jason on uh, Mr. America, the bearded truth and watch the, the Don Blankenship cocaine Mitch commercial. Right. Those are the two required uh, viewings uh, after this. Uh, right. I just so, added that so in there for you to watch after, after we're done. Yeah. Cause that's talking I, about cocaine Mitch. Cocaine Mitch. Cocaine and Mitch. so, so speaking, we don't have this in the notes, but I want to bring it up cause I think it's freaking hilarious and, it, and it, it's hilarious. And it also brings up a greater point about how, people uh deal with political issues now ilhan omar i don't know if i'm saying her name correctly she is uh, a freshman congresswoman from minnesota uh she is uh, somali american she is muslim and she wears the the she's the she's the congresswoman that wears a hijab and uh and so she someone there was uh, something going on on twitter talking about how um uh, how, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, someone said that, uh, it was so, oh, so it was something about how, uh, I think Kevin McCarthy, uh, someone in the, in the house said something about how, um, you know, that, uh, something related to Israel, um, uh, and that, you know, people that, that don't vote in favor of Israel are, you know, anti-Semites or whatever he was saying, you know, that, that, that they should be, that's bad that they do that. And she wrote, it's all about the Benjamins baby, meaning like you're doing it because you get money from pro-Israel lobbies. And then someone else tweeted, they said, who 
who what lobby is giving money to political campaigns or paying politicians and she wrote a aipac aipac which is the largest yeah aipac which is the largest it's the israeli american american israel political action committee they're the most powerful israel lobby in in the u.s and out came the allegations of her being an anti-Semite. You're an anti-Semite. You said something anti-Semitic. You're pulling out the old trope about Jews and money. Well, AI PAC creates separate PACs that they have their own staffers work for. And those staffers raise money for campaigns for people that support AI PAC's lobby. Now, that's a very roundabout way of saying that they give money to politicians that are pro-Israel. No, they don't go to their office and say, here's a million dollars. They say, these are the things we want you to support. And if you support them, we will cr- use money to create a, a political action committee that campaigns for you on the basis that you're pro-Israel. These are all true True things. These things are true. And so she said that. And both the Republican and Democratic leadership accused this woman of anti-Semitism over and over and over and over again and compared it to, you know, compared it to to calling Jews shysters and money grubbers and all this crap. And she finally gives out this sort of half-hearted apologies where she says, you know, I'm listening about dog whistles and tropes and I can't wait to grow. I I look forward to growing. I, I unequivocally apologize and I'm thankful to grow in understanding with my Jewish friends. I'm Jewish. Nothing the woman said was anti-Semitic. I actually put up a post on my Facebook account asking someone to tell me a thing she has said, a thing that she has ever said that is anti-Semitic. We are about 300 comments in on that post. And no one has told me a thing. And by the way, this woman, I have no use for this woman. She is a Democrat socialist. She wants, you know, all of us to be robbed to pay for every program you can think of. She is, I mean, there's nothing redeemable in terms of her politics. She's not an anti-Semite. Or if she is, she's never actually said anything anti-Semitic. She is against the policies of the government of Israel. That is not being anti-Semitic. I am also against many of the policies of the government of Israel. I'm an anarchist. I don't support the state of Israel or any other state. That's not anti-Semitic. Saying that a Jew gave money to someone else, if it's true, is not anti-Semitic. If you say Spike Cohen gave someone $5 for that sandwich, that's not anti-Semitic. You're not saying that Jews use money to manipulate people. You're saying that a Jew gave money for a thing. These Jews gave money to these politicians to support the state of Israel or for the fact that they supported the state of Israel. That's not anti-Semitic. So there. Yep. I did. Yes. I, I did not. So, I somehow, I don't know how, because I see all of your posts. Uh, because, <laughs> because we talk so much, and so you're obviously right. at the top of my Facebook algorithm. Uh, I didn't see that one. I think Facebook buried it, except among Jews. Um, you didn't see it because you're not a Jew. But I, I said, just, I said, 
can someone show me something? And every once in a while, I'll just comment at the bottom. We'll go, hey, guys, just checking in to see if anyone's posted anything anti-Semitic that Ilhan Omar said. Nope. See you later. And then I come back a few hours later. Nothing. There's nothing. They talk about, well, you know, she didn't talk about the fact that Muslim groups do the same thing for Muslim. That's absolutely true. Right. Muslim groups not give an- money. Not anti-Semitic. That's not anti-Semitic. It's not anti. So for me to say that, for me to say that that uh, CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, gives money to campaign for politicians that are pro-Islam or, or support fighting Islamophobia, that's not Islamophobic. It's not anti-Muslim. It's a factual statement of reality that is absolutely true. And it's true. And I said it and it's true. And it's also equally true that AIPAC and other pro-Israel groups give money to politicians who also happen to be pro-Israel. There's not, that is not anti-Semitism. And people brought up, oh, well, you know, she's a Muslim. Okay, well, is that being a Muslim is not anti-Semitic. Uh, and then what were the other ones? Uh, uh, she married her brother, which po- might possibly be true. Uh, I mean, that, might, that, that might be true, and that's a bad thing, she, if well, that's true. Okay, so she, she married her brother, allegedly, to um, a lot of allegedly tonight. Uh, allegedly to to gain entrance into the country, right? She didn't marry him to you know, right? Not, knock out a few kids, but yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she. They weren't trying to bone or anything. That was no, no. She married him for if she did. Allegedly, this guy's her brother. Right. If she did, it was entirely for you know immigration purposes. Right. Regardless, that's also not anti-Semitic. No. So why'd you bring it up? And then someone else said, "Well, she shared." something that said hook nose on it. But what she was sharing was someone saying she might as well have called us hook noses. And she was saying, no, that's not true. So I, no one has, a, and, a, and I, I will, I will, I might pay to boost my post because I'm, I'm waiting for someone to actually, the closest thing someone got was in 2012. She wrote, uh, may Allah expose Americans to the evils of that are done by the Israeli government. Also not anti-Semitic. Because if you are against something the Israeli government did, an, an, an action. Now, if she said, you know, we need to kill all the Jews in Israel, or Jews shouldn't belong in it, and now, now we're talking anti-Semitism. But I, that's not anti- being against the actions of a government. And so, and so this is, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say that. But what I am going to say <laughs> is that the, I know where to, where to draw the line. It's, it's, and it's not in, in whale rape. It's, it's what I, it's that. But uh, I can't even imagine what that is based on some of the stuff we've said on this show. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Um, there is this thing. So, for example, there are people out there that because we criticized Cory Booker and Kamala Harris on this episode, they will straight out call us racist because we criticize someone who people who were black or mixed or whatever. And right. they'll say, you are racist, to which we'll say, no, we didn't say anything bad about them being black. We didn't say black people shouldn't do. We, we were talking about why we think they're phonies or why they shouldn't run for office or why we think they're going to lose or whatever. But we were criticizing them as individual human beings. And it was not their race. That was why we were against what they were. And they'll say, no, it was a black person. You said something negative. You're negative against black people. And they'll do that about all sorts of different things. Or, you know, a lot of people that if you criticize anything the police do, they'll say, you hate the police and want them all to die next time, call a crackhead. And, you know, there's, there's all of these. This is, some would say, the original version of that, which is, you're an anti-Semite. And 
It's a powerful, we just learned from Ilhan Omar, if I'm saying that correctly, apologizing for saying a thing which was not anti-Semitic, but she was getting so much pressure and there were actual talk about her being impeached from office for this. That's a problem. And that's something that's not good. Okay. So don't do that. So that's not, I think that you made it very clear that that is not anti-Semitic, but I have a question for you. Okay. On the flip side of the coin, this past week in Arkansas, I believe uh, Mm -hmm. a man was put to death and he was a Muslim guy and he asked to have his Imam, I believe is how it's pronounced Imam there at the side. And they said, no, you can have our preacher, pastor, whatever you can have our Christian guy there. And he said, no, I want my Imam." So people are all up in arms because he was put to death without having his Imam there next to him. Oh, wow. A lot of people are looking over the fact that he is being put to death for raping and murdering a 15 year old. Right. Because they're like, well, no, this is what matters most. Is <laughs> <laughs> sure, you know, because that's, have, that's have, having your right. having your special communicator to the sky cake in the sky, um, whatever to the special baker in the sky. I don't know what you call him. Uh, <laughs> to the, the old sky baker, the old sky baker that's going to give you treats when you get there. Uh, I guess I don't know. Um, is what Arkansas did wrong? I mean, I would, so it's, I'm an anarchist. So yes, it, Arkansas existing is wrong. Um, it, d- d- so, you know, but uh, this specific thing, so it, <laughs> I am, like, I'm anti Arkansas. <laughs> the existence of Arkansas, I am, is a travesty. No. So, did they yeah i mean listen so if you're saying you can have your you can have a a person to a religious person a uh what's the word not a cleric what do they call them chaplain you can have a chaplain give you your final whatever but only if you're christian i mean that seems like i don't know i, I to me it would seem like just let the guy in. I mean, really, all the guy's doing is standing there giving whatever. I don't know what a Muslim version of a benediction is, but you know, right, whatever giving the his last final prayers. Yeah, and I'm sure the guy's probably been somewhat of a spiritual, you know, uh, leader or 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 a place of feeling of safety to this guy. It makes the whole situation, which doesn't last very long, go smoother. And you're done with it. I think to to say no, we only allow a Christian one. No, I think no, okay, that's no, no. gonna have to. They only allowed there, who happened to oh, be okay. a Christian one, who happens to be Christian because most of them in there are Christian. I mean, you know, I I think that it probably should be a policy change. I is it Islamophobic or anti-Islam? I think it's more just that they have a weird policy where they're like, no, you can use this one guy. Right. And if it's, if it's anti-Islam, then it's anti-Judaism, anti-Hinduism, anti. So here's the other thing. Is that guy a Catholic or a Protestant? Cause those are com- two completely different, completely different you know, things. Yeah. Situations there. And that I don't um, know. So yeah, I think it's, I, I, I was just reading about it and people, you know, yeah. 
Many, many people on the left that I'm friends with on Facebook were all up in arms about it. The left libertarians, the people on the left, left, like the real left, the left that like will punch you if you're not on the left because they really like right. peace. Um, like they were all, really, love you. They, they were all really upset about it. And then there were people who were more on the right that were, no, who cares? He killed whatever. And then somebody said, okay, but seriously, he raped and murdered a 15 year old. And, you know, like you had the people on the right, they were like, yeah, it's a Christian nation, blah, 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 all that crap. And then you had some right. one person out of everybody that I saw complaining about, he raped and murdered a 15 year old. I don't care if he had anybody there. And I went, yeah, and see, so that's I agree the other thing. with like, that kind of, except I'm not really a fan of the death penalty. But, you know, if we have it, I'm kind of on that side as well. It's yeah, I mean, so and we've talked about this before when I hear that. I, I'm against the existence of law enforcement. I'm, I'm against the existence of the state. When I hear that police captured a, you know, child predator or a rapist or a murderer or something like that, my first thought isn't, well, we need to dissolve the police and, you know, the laws. What I, like in that moment, I'm like, okay, good. Someone that was raping and murdering people is off, is off allegedly, if, if he really was, is now off the street. So that, that isn't where my primary energy is. Like my primary energy is in the, the state harming innocent, peaceful people, not right. them like kidnapping and, and caging a rapist or a murderer. Like I'm honestly okay with that. In the same token, if someone raped and murdered someone, and then I hear that, I'm guessing probably 20 years later, he's being executed for it. The, oh, okay. Like, good i guess like I, you know or he's in jail the rest of his life uh, okay like i mean I, it's to me that's just not where my energy is there's there's far too many examples of the state harming innocent peaceful people on a daily basis in both large ways and small for me to get upset about a rapist and murderer being executed with that said hey give the guy the cleric whatever like but no i i, I don't have a tremendous amount of energy for this one way or the other it's just not it's not i don't i guess care right. or, or not i don't care but this is not what I, I'm not going to lean on this as well. This is an example of why I think government shouldn't exist because in an anarchist world, you know, if you know someone is raped or and murdered someone, you put them up against a wall or you make sure they did it. And then you put their head up against the wall and put a bullet in their head. And then that's the end of it. And then you go by and everyone goes, yay. And then you go about your day. Like, so if, if he wants his imam there, all right, you want to come and watch us, you know, body this guy. Like, I, you know, I, I'm not, so, so to me, I'm just, I'm, I'm, that's not where my energy is, but is that wrong? Yeah. I probably could have done it differently. Uh, okay. Nah, I, but, but again, like you said, the primary thing here is that he raped and murdered someone. Right. That's the primary, that's the primary aggression here. Everything else is that he, we wouldn't be having this question if he hadn't raped and murdered someone. So Valid that's point. my thing with that. Um, and so going in, leaving this episode strong, we're going to talk about, arguably the most powerful man on earth i'll give it the, to you the the, ri- the richest man he's the richest man on earth. he's the, well is he still i think so i mean i know he lost half of his billions or whatever oh because of the thing because of the thing because of his because of his uh because of his little wang oh no this is now it's either him or bill gates anyway jeff bezos Old is it Bezos or Jeff Bezos? Bezos, okay. Bezos. Jeff, Jeff, good old Jeff. Amazon Jeff, richest. Amazon Jeff, um, who is either the richest or one of the richest people on earth. All right. Uh, he is the uh, owner and CEO of Amazon and a bunch of other things. 
and the Washington Post. He's uh, he owns for some reason, yep. and so he put out a blog post late last week where he said that. So for those who don't know, Jeff Bezos was uh, caught having an affair with a woman who was also married, and he's now going through a divorce with his wife and is now in a relationship with that woman. Something Garcia, I think. Um, former Fox and, News, Fox, local Fox News, not like national Fox News, local Fox right. News, uh, former Fox News uh, newscaster, and now a helicopter pilot. Garcia. Yeah. Is it Garcia? Garcia. Garcia. Oh, M- Ms. Garcia. And so Jeff Bezos has been having an affair with her, and apparently there's been some sexting going on between them. Nothing like some nice consensual sexting between two uh, adults, one of whom is the richest man on earth. And uh, it turns out that the, so the National Enquirer has is routinely the target of the Washington Post um, because of what the Washington Post uh, investigation team believed to be their involvement in the Russian collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. And so uh, and so the National Enquirer reached out to them and said, hey, we've got some stuff that we don't think you'd like being released uh, unless you uh, back off this story, which is, I think, blackmail, pretty, right? And pretty soon, and and so they respond. Bezos and his his uh, Bezos, whatever Jeff and his his legal team are like, no, screw you. And so the National Enquirer sends an email, which details some naked pictures they have of both he and ms garcia and details each one what it describes what each one is and then ends it by saying you know we'd hate to have to release something like that i was really like this is blackmail and pretty pretty sure this violates several state and federal laws um and so he jumped out ahead of it man of massive testicles that he is the chutzpah that a man like this has uh he puts out a blog post on medium where he copy paste their email and says yeah it's me and i'm not going to give in to you and i never will screw you national Enquirer." um and so he's like release it or he now he's arguing that they don't have the legal right to release it because they're the copyright owners of the uh of the photos and the the, the whoever sent it along didn't have the right to send it to them and they don't have the right to release it without their consent which they do not give but he's acknowledged they exist and is like, screw you, you're not getting nothing from me. We're going to take you down, National Enquirer. I, I believe, I, and nobody quote me on this, but I believe that he even tried to buy the National Enquirer, and they went, no, I wouldn't. I yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got the money for it. He, he does. Um, he has slightly less so, money for it, but he still has the money for it. You know, here's the thing: when you're the richest man on earth, and getting divorced makes you the second richest man on earth by not a lot you can by not a lot by by where you might by some measures also still be the first you're rich you're really you're really, really rich. rich you're gonna be all right and the national he didn't care you know so he made a he's so here's his 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 calculation here is anyone not gonna buy anything on amazon because of released photos of jeff bezos's wang of my penis well, and of my girlfriend's like nipples or something like that. Is, th- is, is that going to make so- is someone going to say, no, I'm definitely not going to buy this on Amazon, even though it's the best deal and it'll get here in two days free because Jeff Bezos 
texted his penis to his mistress. No, no one's going to do that. No, nobody's going to care. And he knew no one cares in this, in this day, maybe 30 years ago, someone might care. No one cares now. You're, you, you sent your girlfriend a picture of your penis, which admittedly most of us have done. I'm not saying that Spike's done it. I'm not saying that I've done it. But I'm willing to bet at least 50% of this team has done it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bare He's minimum. willing to bet big money, too, Big guys. money. Big money. I'm even willing to bet that 50% of this team may have sent somebody else's penis. Um, not saying if that's Spike, not saying if it's me, but I'm willing to bet on it. Um, we're going to look at that and go, yeah, we've all done it. I don't care. Uh, whatever. doesn't matter. And you're still giving me shipping for you know, free overnight shipping? Great. I'm still going to purchase my stuff from you because I don't have to leave my house and put on pants, which is great. Because I still want to send pictures of my wang to people, which is a lot easier when I don't have pants on, as Jeff Bezos knows. Um, yeah, don't care. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He is a smart guy. You would have thought prenup, but, you know, he wasn't smart back then, apparently. But, he was not smart in the 90s, apparently. Right. But, yeah. Oh, Jason Lynch, Bezos dildos will be in crazy demand. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. If he releases the Jeff Bezos signature dildo, <laughs> he will be the richest man on earth again. Yeah. Easily. That's my that's what another Easily. wager for this episode. Without Easily question. the the richest man. Because they do that thing like the porn stars will have a mold made and then they'll, you know, do the thing. Um and uh <laughs> Who wouldn't want to get screwed by the richest dick in the world? Or it's replica. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm with you 100%. Uh, Mr. America, again, guys, this is the kind of genius that you get on the Mr. America, the Bearded Truth podcast. That's right. Uh, and then here. And, here and, and there. Between the two shows, you will get this kind of in, uh, in, in, in concert. Um, so, yeah, so that, so that happened. He, he said, screw I just like the guy. So... I like people with nerve and chutzpah who were like, by the way, chutzpah is uh, a Yiddish term. I think it's actually Hebrew, um, but it's a Jewish term for balls uh, or nerve or whatever. So he's, it, 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 and, and the, the more they have, the longer you do the part, right? And so he has chutzpah. And so he, that's how I do it anyway. And I just like people like that. And here's a guy who's like, nah, I don't care if every single person on earth knows that I did this. Because I'm not going to give up the journalistic integrity of the Washington Post. The Washington Post. That is the journalistic integrity that I am worried about right now. And so he said, screw you. So now that what's the National Enquirer going to do? Who knows? Yep. Speaking of the journalistic integrity of the Washington Post. <laughs> let's just keep this show going. Um, yes. <laughs> On, on the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl, the Washington Post aired a commercial that was voiced by Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. And it was Tom Hanks, which I can't even come close to doing an impression of. It was 
I'm Tom Hanks, and the Washington Post has been your paper for whatever. And, you know, they've been there for all the great breaking stories, and, you know, we want you to trust us and blah, blah, blah. Now, it's so hard to say when this actually happened, but many years ago, many, many years ago. Many years ago. The Simpsons aired an episode in which Tom Hanks did a voiceover, uh, a guest starring voiceover. And he said, hi, I'm Tom Hanks here for the media. The media has lost all their credibility. I'm Tom Hanks. Uh, the media has lost all their credibility. And they asked if they could borrow some of mine. Fast forward however many years. And yes, the media is now asking for Tom Hanks's credibility because the media has lost all of theirs. In it, a Super Bowl ad. In a Super Bowl ad. Where they weren't selling anything. Nope. The entirety of the ad was to say, you can stop distrusting the Washington Post now, please. Right. I'm Tom Hanks. That was literally, that was the entirety of that. They weren't saying, now buy a a free subscription for six months if you buy it. It was just, please trust us. We cannot not. If you don't, and, and their catch for democracy dies in darkness. Yep. The s- most smug catchphrase yep. ever, which, by the way, don't threaten me with a good time. Please. Of democracy dying in darkness. That would. If someone woke me up and said, honey, it would be my wife because she's who wakes me up. Honey, or if, I guess if you woke me up, you might call me honey. Um, I might. Democracy died in darkness. That's a happy Jew. That I mean, happy Jew time. That would be, man. I'm really happy you woke me up from my nap, because Spike only takes naps. For anybody who doesn't know, he takes like four separate naps a day. Um, yeah, I, I rarely sleep through the night. Yeah. I, I nap. Uh, my my circadian rhythm is like one of those um, uh, trance hip trance hop or whatever. <laughs> um, but he'd be like, "Why did you wake <laughs> me up from my nap from that?" But also, thank you for waking me up for my nap for that because right. How dare actually, you? It's three thirty p.m. I'm <laughs> sleeping. I was asleep. It's three thirty in the afternoon. I went to bed at noon. Um, that's right. actually an actual conversation he and I may have had recently. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm. I was an actual. Yeah. There, I mean, there was the day that letting you, me know. There was the day that you called me and at two in the afternoon, and because we had a meeting. And oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're like, you ready for this meeting? I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, I woke I'm up five minutes before you, so. Now, imagine if I had called you to say that democracy had died in darkness. I would have been so awake. I would have been dancing around the house. That's So, Washington Post, show us. We're calling your bluff. Show us that, that democracy dies in darkness. Um, so, speaking of Amazon... For those who don't know, Amazon had for like two years was flirting with who they, where they were going to open their second headquarters. And for a while, it looked like they were going to pick like a smaller town with a lot of promise, like like a, a smaller city, like a Kansas City or a, a Topeka or a I don't know whatever a, sm- a smaller city, um, or or like a medium sized metropolis, like an Atlanta or something like that. And they were going to build it up and 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 all of this stuff. And they, they, this is where they were going to put their headquarters. They didn't put in their headquarters and the middle of what the Bronx, Brooklyn in, in New York city, biggest city already. And they, they picked their, they, they pick, said that I it was they, a unique place for them to, I thought they picked DC. No, it's New York city. Oh, cause they're building in DC too. 
They're Amazon building, or Washington Post? A- Amazon. They're building in Crystal City oh. in D.C., which there is no room to build in Crystal City. I know that for a fact. Well, then, then they may have split it up or something because they, they also built another place there where there's no room to build anything. They're building this massive super headquarters in New York City, which is going to bring in all this tax revenue and everything else. So all the, the or initially, all the local city people are happy about it. Well, in comes Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who doesn't give a damn about anything, especially money. And so she's now raising a stink with, with, with a certain other local Democrat politicians that they are threatening, they're basically threatening to upend uh, Amazon's deal where they got some tax breaks and they got some, you know, a bunch of different easements and things like that because mostly they, they, they lean somewhat on the, the, that they were getting tax breaks. But the biggest thing was gentrification. It's going to change the culture of the Bronx. Guess what, guys? Do you know why it's called the Bronx? Because it was named after a guy named Bronx who was, uh, nor, uh, he was uh, Dutch. So it's named after a Dutch person. Brooklyn, I believe, is named after a Dutch person. Do you know any Dutch people in the Bronx or Brooklyn? No, because it got changed ethnically, because that's what happens in major cities. You've seen a lot of Polish people recently in downtown the south side of Chicago? No, because that's what happens in large cities, is that as one group becomes more affluent and moves out, another group comes in. And we're seeing the reverse of that called gentrification, which is as cities become safer again, white people and wealthy people are moving back in. And yes, that changes the culture. You do not have a monopoly on Brooklyn or the Bronx. Nope. Brooklyn was not founded by Puerto Ricans. Harlem was not founded by black people. They were all founded by Dutch people. And you're there right now, and that's fine. And now other people are moving in, and that's also fine. And by the way, if you moved somewhere and people got upset about it, you would freak the hell out. But let's not say that, because that would be anti-Semitic, I think. Um, So so anyway. I will give uh, Bezos credit, like tons of credit, because he, he has somehow, been able to piss off Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders and the Democratic Socialists of the left. Right. And the president. Yeah, and the president. And He's pissed off everybody. He has pissed off people on both sides. And yet everybody still orders from Amazon because, again, <laughs> it's easier to take a picture of your wang when your pants are off and you can't have your pants off taking pictures of your wang when you're at the local store. Yeah, no, he has. He's Unless definitely nailed you're the Justin Fairfax, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I can't wait for what the National Enquirer has on Justin Fairfax. But um, yeah, he's made everyone mad. But this is so when you're when you're rich and you make big, big boy moves with your penis and phone, also you uh, and 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 also your business, but also your penis. You um you when you when you make big moves. With both your business and your penis, <laughs> why am I doing this? I don't know why I'm doing this. I, but when this happens, you, everyone's going to be mad. Yeah. When I say this, everyone's going to be mad. Well, you have to say it. <laughs> like you. 
Oh no no no! I I, I yeah no! I mean when, when when you make the big moves with your with your oh gotcha! I was like <laughs> I, I I was waiting for a, for an end there. <laughs> you're like when I say this. No, that was the end. Be, okay. No, you're gonna make everyone mad yes. when you make the big penis and business moves in 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 concert with one another. So right. so that's that's why we're ending this episode. <laughs> that's right, Jacob Labella. It's called F U money. Yes, like literal effing of people money. Yes, in um, every sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. Anyway, I was looking at a comment. I don't know what that means. So, but thank you for it anyway. Um, so yes. So that's how we're ending the episode is me talking about penises as, and that probably not the first time that's happened. And we technically started out the episode talking about penises. So this has been a penis. We were were talking about one penis at the beginning and we were talking about one penis at the end. We just, yeah, I only talk about one penis at a time. I don't. Right, I don't you don't want to talk about multiple penis. Pe- yeah, you can't do multi penis conversations. No. no, that's no, not on this show. This is a Christian show, and so <laughs> we uh uh <laughs> so so no, we don't we, we don't do that. So I'm uh so hey Matt, how you, how you doing? I am. I'm doing well. <laughs> Good. Is there a, so can people so what? what Hey, so guess what is happening tomorrow, Matt? Um, man, if I had to guess, you have a new episode. I have a new episode of My Fellow Americans, Wednesday at 8 p.m., where I'm interviewing Wayne Bradley. Wayne Bradley is uh, the former uh, head of the Detroit, Michigan Party. He was the head of the, the Detroit, Michigan Republican Party. That makes more sense. Yeah. He was the uh, head of African-American uh, engagement for uh i think that's what it was called outreach for the republican party he's now an independent political consultant and he is the host of the wayne bradley show it's two shows that we're we're plugging on this episode and uh he's the host of the wayne bradley show and we're gonna have him come on he's gonna come on and talk with me about politics and uh continuing my uh black history month of nothing but black republicans and uh because it's my show and uh, and then who do you have on Thursday? Uh, so on Thursday, I was supposed to have this uh, gentleman on who we were going to talk about whether or not it is ethically, whether or not it was ethical to uh, download a house. And of course, that was just going to go into other areas of what you should be allowed to download. But he did, he did not show up for the interview yesterday. Uh, so Jason Lyons hit me up after the show, uh, and uh, maybe maybe just maybe I got Jason Lyons. On. Um, we may have Jason Lyons, Mister prom- America, the bearded truth. I'm not promising that though, uh, because he I can't just drop that on him. Um, you can't you can't promise that, but he might be. He might be he might be on the show. I know he's watching. So uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> no pressure though. No, no pressure, pressure, Jason. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, maybe 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 I've got that. Otherwise, uh, have a very happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and uh, so and then yeah, have a happy Valentine's Day, and then uh, a great weekend too. Yeah, and then next weekend. Tuesday, next Tuesday, come back here to the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Oh, and then also go to Mister America, the Bearded, Bearded Truth. That's right. Come to uh, Muddy Waters of Freedom, where we will parse through the events of the week. And we will bring the level of sobriety, seriousness, the same level that we did to this episode. 
And and Jesus, I don't, know if, I don't know if we can come close to the same level of seriousness as we did on this. Democracy episode. dies in darkness. That's true. Unless you watch this, this show. show. So actually, don't watch this show. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So, demo- if democracy will never die unless you watch this show. The only chance you have of democracy dying in any level of light. Any brightness is if you watch this show and also My Fellow Americans and also The Writer's Block and also Mr. America, The Bearded Truth. Yes. And that Cocaine Mitch YouTube video. Right, which is now in the comments. Which is now in the comments. Or not in the comments, sorry, it's in the notes. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, remember, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Freedom. You can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. You can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash muddied waters media, or you can find this in every single episode at muddied waters of freedom.com. Casey Neth, I'm going to be going to grassroots as soon as this show is over. So uh, if you want to meet up, let me know. And shout out to Casey Neth. Shout out to Casey Guys. Neth. Big ups, Casey Neth. Big ups, Casey. Ca- thank you for that seventy-five cents, Casey Neth. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Casey. Uh, dirty Limerick hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dirty Limerick, dirty limerick so, cat hashtag Casey. <laughs> shout out to Casey. So guys, thank you again so much for joining us. We will see you tomorrow, the day after, and maybe the day after, and next week. And where we're going, we don't need roads. Thank you.
Bring me your crown.